Welcome to It's Kind of a Big Deal, the official podcast of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. Join hosts Natalie Woodbridge and Mike Burke as they delve into all areas of the awards, from what each category is about and how they are judged, to what these awards mean for businesses, and more. It's Kind of a Big Deal features a variety of guests, including business leaders, lead judges, award winners and finalists, and the team that make the awards happen. Through these conversations, you can learn, grow, and succeed, all while having a laugh along the way. This podcast showcases that entering these awards is kind of a big deal. Hey everyone, and welcome back to It's Kind of a Big Deal. Today we have our Two Degrees, which is our principal sponsor for these awards, and today we've got Andrew Fairgray with us, and we're going to talk around the category of strategy and planning. G'day, Andrew. Welcome back. Thank you very much. Nice to be here again. Yeah, it's awesome well, to have it's you. It's nice to have you. So, so no, you go probably now. go straight in with that first yeah. question. I mean, strategy and planning, what's the importance of it and where does it come to for two degrees? So as an organisation that is now 14 months into a merger, we've brought two, two companies together. Having a clear strategy and a plan has been mm-hmm. critical to where we are. I think uh, one of my takeouts from this 12 months of coming together is having a blueprint and experience really, really matters. So I've seen the team uh, under Mark Callender, they've gone through now 30 plus uh, mergers and acquisitions over their years and they've (laughs) taken that learning to build a blueprint. So I'd recommend anyone out there who is doing it for the first time, don't be afraid to ask for help and go and ask people that have got that experience because having a blueprint of where you're going has meant we've been able to stay on track, regularly check in where we want to be, um, where do we need to change, what's working and what's not working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, with 30 M&A over that period, I mean, you're going to pick a few shortcuts up or, you know, you're going to get a bit of scar tissue yeah. as well. I mean, I, one question I have when it comes to strategy and planning is um, – you know, what, what do you look for or what would you look for in a good strategy yeah. or a good plan? Yeah. Um, no more than three or five things. Awesome. And those three or five things must be things that you can control. So there's no point in planning or having a strategy about things that you can't control because they therefore just float, float away. Yeah. And then also making sure you can articulate it so everyone who is going to be part of that can work with you and understands mm-hmm. it and understands their role. Yeah. Because it's, it's funny how things can be forgotten or language can be misinterpreted. So making it real simple, mm. not just the words used, but having three or five things. Yeah. More than five, I'd and that's what we found, you know, coming together where we now have got 1,700 staff. So people, how they understand things and what things meant just mean different mm. things. So unless course, you're clear yeah. and you put it down and you repeat and you repeat and be prepared to change, I suppose, learn fast and adapt mm. um, or make a mistake and adapt quickly yeah, as course. well yeah. versus just sitting around and waiting forever. That's I right. mean, from the awards point of view, strategy and planning is a really strong category. And I think for a long time, people looked at it and went, oh, do I want to enter strategy and planning? I want to enter a cool category like innovation or marketing. And and it was that conversation Strategy started. and planning isn't cool? No, I'm, I think I'm getting there, Mike. Oh, sorry. Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> However, the strategy and planning is that big part of any business. No matter what you're doing, whether it's your customer service, whether it is your marketing, whether it's your innovation, you need to have a strategy and a plan to go with it. 
And if you don't have it, it's really hard to be a successful business. Yeah, and I think I think you've got to. It's not one and done. You've got to actually right. have right checkpoints. Be flexible how you review mm-hmm. it. What changes do you make? What is the market conditions around you? And from two degrees, sponsoring the awards. You know, celebrating these companies that have got a strategy and mm-hmm. a plan is so important. You know, we need more businesses having a plan, mm-hmm. being brave, being curious about where they're going, so we can get this whole productivity in New Zealand up. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, what your big thing is fighting for fear. It's on all of your logos. It's all over the website. What does it mean when it comes to strategy and planning? So for us, with the new scale that we've got, and I, and I say it's the gift of scale, mm-hmm. um, the fighting for fear resonates around how do we support New Zealand being more productive? What is it that we can do that we can actually help businesses leverage technology with the assets that we've got? Mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer that we won't be able to tax our sales to wealth, so we've got to lift productivity across all New Zealand businesses, and the whole ecosystem of everyone involved in that is critical to that. So for, for me and the team, when we're looking at it, how are we supporting you know, productivity? What are the offerings that we're taking to market that can improve productivity? It might be as simple as adapting applications so you can do real-time moves, ads, and changes for mm-hmm. employees when they're joining a new business. It might be how do I get more data, but trying to think about what it is that we're doing to leverage the new scale that we've got. And how much of that because obviously it sounds like a lot of strategy and a lot of planning has gone into this, you know, fight for fear and really lean into the, you know, having two degrees look after the business community, especially that small business community. You know, what is it about um, the strategy or your plan that you've put in place that you've had to adapt over time? Like, you know, it's great until you get punched in the face. I think it's something from like everyone's got a plan until they get punched in the face. I'm not saying suggesting yeah. you guys have been punched in the face or anything, <laughs> but you know what? Can you give an example of maybe what you know that you can share that hasn't happened in the market yet? Yeah. So, so um, if you look at our history of you know coming together under fighting for fear and the purpose, we're originally just a mobile prepaid company. Yep. So relative to that, that was driving economic value and being fear around the price and making sure the appropriate value was in the marketplace. So yep. the Reserve Bank refers to it as the two degrees effect of what we've oh, done nice. done around that. As we've evolved with new scale from a business perspective, it's how do we provide platforms that truly enable productivity and give people case studies and insights. So we're partnering with the Chamber of Commerce and we're going to be rolling out a digital accreditation program, which is just a simple 10-point checklist that you can quickly do. Where am I on this digital journey and how could I use um, this as a way of actually seeing what tools I use? We recently did a survey called the Two Degrees Shaping Business Survey and in that um, for the first time, we started to see uh, compliance costs being a real issue yeah. and people probably not investing as much in productivity tools as they are in upskilling people. Mm-hmm. And I describe it of if we can focus on providing the productivity tools, that can be replicated across multiple people as organizations grow. If organizations focus on upskilling one person, it's really, really hard to replicate that and keep getting the scale that we need. So... um there's two questions immediately that in there is one if anyone's listening and wants to jump on and and have a look at that assessment 
uh, where could they go to find that? Is it just go to the Two Degrees website? We're going to be it'll be on the Two Degrees uh, website in the next four weeks, and we'll be launching okay. it with the Chamber as well at the same time. Oh, awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Well, that's a great spot. The second question I've had is, example of a productivity tool? Yep. So a productivity tool is one that we call Flex, and, okay. and so that uh, will allow people to do the moves, ads, and changes. It can check the, their bill, what they're doing. Another example might be using one of the Microsoft tools or AWS tools just to improve the way you do things. I mean, we're, we're involved in technology all, all the time. And, mm. um, I think about mobility and, and COVID has made us, you know, more mobile in what we do. Um, but while we may think it's normal to have access to email and the likes on our phone, not everyone has that. Or how can you put a landline number on your mobile phone and reduce that cost to be more productive to spend that money somewhere else in your business? Great. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, with strategy and planning, I guess we've, we've sort of brushed on it, but if you were to going to break it down into advice, what would be the three things that you would tell a business to do to have a great strategy and plan? Um, ask around. Um, don't, don't be afraid to uh, ask people who may know more than you. Um, share your ideas uh, with people and b- bounce them off. Don't, mm-hmm. don't write the plan um, as if it's going to be perfect the first time. And I suppose with that, be open to input and how can you, you know, develop ideas. Um, surround yourself with people who are prepared to challenge you and have a robust debate. It's a good way to really tease out what you're thinking and what, what you're meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, one example of that that I can share is you know, we're looking to transform ourselves from being a telecommunications company into a software-defined business and mm-hmm. really focused on leveraging software to take advantage of the assets that we've got to translate into the market. When I first shared that thinking uh, with the team, we really got a lot of pushback and challenging. And what what really came down to is that you have to simplify communication so it actually means something to the people you were talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, with strategy, a lot of the times, you know, when I'm working with my team, we're thinking about things and we may have been talking about it for six months before it's on paper into, into the next layer down. And so you've got to take them on the journey uh, with you. And the final part that I'd say is check in and make those check-ins transparent and robust so that everyone can see where you are. Is it moving? Is it the right way or not? Where do you need to flex and change? That's really good advice. I mean, even with Two Degrees coming on board of the awards, there's been moments where we've been challenged with the event and it's turned out to be the best piece of advice that we've had. I mean, we played well with stuff at the best of the best this year on just the way that the night was running and it made for a more impactful night, more networking for people and brought people together in a different way that we hadn't quite approached before. So being challenged on those things is so important. Yeah, and and I mean, this is a question I was going to ask you in a second, Andrew, but I think bringing in fresh eyes is really important mm-hmm. as well because when you're so used to doing things your way mm-hmm. and repeating the strategy and I mean I always talk about like when you live in your house for 10, 15 years, you don't really notice that the carpet at the front door is wearing a little bit thin, the wallpaper might be flapping in one of the bathroom corners and you know, but when you walk into someone else's house for the first time, you they're quite noticeable. So, you know, searching mm-hmm. out for uh fresh eyes. To have a look and go, hey, where are the opportunities? Because they'll be super obvious yeah. to the new naming sponsor, but it, not as obvious for you. The absolutely, and I think that also comes down to when people put the applications through. So they have those moments where they sit down and they actually look at the business rather than being in the business yeah. at that time. And it's something that came out with all the podcasts that we've had with business award winners. Um, again, that kind of came into their strategy because they were able to then yeah. rework their strategies to match the things that they were discovering in that phase it was almost their eyes were fresh when 
So when you're putting a strategy together, um, how much consideration do you have with, what you know, how much do you search for or seek to understand with customers or with staff or or peers or suppliers? How important is that to you and what advice would you give to others? Um, I think it's really, really important and it also means that you don't have to know all the answers when you're having those questions and and that's probably the the biggest kind of hurdle to get over, particularly when you're building a plan or a strategy is to have the confidence to engage with people who you can trust to get their feedback knowing that you actually might not know exactly what you're asking um, but you've got an idea that you want to take forward. So if I take the example of, you know, strategically we wanted to partner with the Chamber of Commerce because of how they connect with the business community, uh, not just here in Auckland, but right across New Zealand. Yep. They've been doing it for multiple years. They've built up trust and things. So we wanted to show them that we could bring value to the relationship. And then we got the opportunity to become the naming partner. Yeah. Now, that wasn't part of the strategy, <laughs> but it presented itself and it was the right thing to do Perfect. because we were working to a plan. It awesome. was like simple, you know, I um I'm so grateful that we've got the opportunity because uh, I, I really, really appreciate everything the Chamber do in the market, but it's you adapt the strategy and now we're going, well, how do we accelerate that and how do we leverage that from a two degrees perspective about how we're in the business market and what we're doing to transform the business market from being a really a, a two market player now to three tier one operators. Um, We've got large scale. We've got a whole lot of fiber in the ground. We've got all our own mobile network. We've got great software engineering skills, you know, 1800 people turning up to work every day, wanting to make something different to fight for fear. And it really makes a difference. You talked about, um, you know, some of the things that you do want to do to add value to either the chamber or the small business (laughs) community. Any nuggets you could share um, that we can share publicly on this podcast? Yep. So um, we're looking to be able to bundle in power into our small business uh, offering. Oh, yeah. So oh, awesome. we, as part of the merger, we've got a power power business, and yep. that's primarily been in the consumer, but we're looking to put that together with our mobile and broadband and power offerings. We think mm-hmm. that actually they are unique um, assets that businesses need to get going, and we're kind of Look to work out how we can have a startup pack for businesses when they're starting. What does that, what does that look like? Um, we looked at some examples from around the world and one of them was in Finland, in fact, where when you have a a baby, everyone born, uh, every child born in Finland gets a a new birth pack and things like that. And so we're thinking, how could we support businesses again with a chamber, um, in that, in that space? And how can we leverage the fact that we've got a power business? Mm -hmm. Is that something you've been looking into? For listeners who don't know, uh, Natalie is uh, <laughs> uh, pregnant, ready to go. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we talked about it. We had a tech. We've got a tech group that we actually yeah. sit, um, both sit on, and we've talked about it quite a bit, quite a bit on those startup what packages. But oh. no, it's like because they do obviously the startup pack. But if you could do the same sort of thing for business, and what would that oh, pack have in idea. it? It's really cool. Yeah. It's like a really neat way of looking at it because there isn't that. Like businesses are either expected to start up on their own, and then there's this gap. Yeah, we talk, start up to that next stage. Yeah, it's hard. I mean, I don't know much about it from a telco point of view, but there's a lot of big industry where you you do business on the suppliers, like banking. You do you bank on the bank's terms, mm. right, rather than bank on a customer's. So, sort of understanding the the age and stage, or the the what most customers might be going through, and then building a pack for their needs. 
Yeah, it sounds very smart. Yeah, it is, and it's we, we just think we've got uh, assets that can really support and coming back to this productivity and linking it to the fighting for fear, you know, that would be the best thing we do from a societal perspective. If we can lift the productivity of New Zealand businesses and make, you know, New Zealand a great place to come and work and live, um, telecommunications means the world is very close to us now, yep. um, but we're never going to have population that I can foresee in my lifetime, the same of Australia, so we need to keep the smartest and brightest, support businesses to operate from here, transact with the rest of the world and really drive productivity. Awesome. Absolutely. A couple more questions that we sort of got on our list here. Um, But obviously business is constantly changing and things don't always go to plan. So we know that and we've seen what's happened in the last few years. But if they don't go to plan, what do you do at Two Degrees to ensure they do or how do you get back onto plan or how do you get back to the strategy that Um, you originally had? Own it. And adapt mm-hmm. and change your strategy. And yep. so, um, first of all, owning it is spending the time to actually understand what, what has actually changed. Mm-hmm. Is it something that you can control? Is it outside of your control? Um, is it fixable? Um, is it still aligned to the overall strategy? So I suppose being confident enough to go, not everything's going to work. Um, yep. so be prepared to move, um, go back to the overall strategy because it'll be a part in the plan and go, is it still going the right way? Is it still the right thing to do? Mm-hmm. Um, but the, the really big thing is probably not to um, procrastinate too long on it being wrong. It's more important to focus on mm. getting it right. Um, and I think from my view anyway, too many people spend too much time justifying why things are wrong. Rather, just accept it and then work and mm-hmm. get the energy, positive energy, focus on how to fix it and how to go forward. Yeah, see, that's a really good point. I think for people listening that haven't entered or have entered in the past, they they question themselves on whether they enter the category because their strategy changed halfway through. So they're like, oh, we changed our strategy, and so it's not really a strategy and plan anymore. Like, well, no, no, it still is because you, if you didn't have that strategy, would you would have been blind exactly. going into that well, that's, end result. I mean, that point that's one strategy and planning. Like that's yeah, that's seen winners come out where mm-hmm. you had a plan at once that we just spoke to. Um, cop taxis around this, oh yes right and they had a plan they had a strategy mm-hmm. and then COVID and okay change plan and then day one yeah you know uh they won the category yeah it was an incredible win as well yeah mm. and so what are you looking forward to with the awards what's um it's not long to go now before no. we have the gala dinners I think uh talking to all the judges all the finalists have been chosen and they're getting ready to uh to get their knives out to to choose winners in each category uh, what are you looking forward to? Um, the energy in the room and hearing the stories and listening to the great activity that's going on in businesses in Auckland and taking little bits of learning from what they're sharing and what could we do to participate and support what they're doing, but really just being a part of people who are really making a difference and also having the courage to stand up and say, we're really proud of what we're doing mm-hmm. and then seeing their teams, you know, their awesome. teams, their yeah. recognition for their people of all their hard work in a, in a room, probably close to 700, 800 people yep. celebrating all mm-hmm. their efforts it's uh it's just it's just uplifting it's going it's energizing to see and makes you think what else could we be doing to support and i think everyone in the room from my experience in the last four years being part of it is like that's how you feel you come away and you go what what could we do and i think everyone all those businesses feel the same it's just a mm-hmm. great opportunity to celebrate success and be proud of success is a good thing awesome mm. I mean, I think um, two degrees do that well. And over the years of you being involved in the awards um, and the different ways that you've been involved, the two degrees team is always there 
having a great time being together as a team and celebrating everything that you guys have done as well as the businesses that are in the room. Yeah, it's a great so, moment so. in time where we can all, dre- all dress up, yeah. <laughs> listen to great success, talk about what we're doing, and the amount of energy that comes back from that is just fantastic. It's quite inspiring, isn't it? Is. It reminds you um, what's really important. It's yeah. not getting those last four emails out the door or, mm. you know, taking those notes. It's about, it's it's the things that happen on those nights. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew. Any final comments before we close off this podcast? Um, I just say thank you, and my final comment would be communicate, communicate, and communicate. You know, the right. gift, the gift of feedback is the best thing when you're building a strategy and planning. Cool. Sounds like thank a you. great three word to remember <laughs> on your strategy. Cool. Thanks, Andrew. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank thank you, you very much. Thanks for tuning into this episode of It's Kind of a Big Deal, the podcast that highlights the excitement and impact of the Two Degrees Auckland Business Awards. We hope you found this discussion informative and engaging and that it inspires you to take your business to the next level. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for future episodes and stay tuned for more insights and conversations from our guests. Remember, it's kind of a big deal, not just to be a finalist or winner for these awards, but to have your business in this community. Thanks for listening.